This is Straight Ahead with the 606 Club of London and David Lewis. Round in a trap. 
and welcome. This is Straight Ahead. I'm David Lewis and back with me this month is Joe Harrop from whom we shall be hearing in just a short moment's time and it's brought to you along with the 606 Club of Chelsea. This being the last show of the month of course my co-host is with me. So the first track we just listened to on this week's show was Beverly Skeet and she is with us tomorrow night Friday the 27th. Don't forget go over to the website uh, 606club.co.uk and you can get all the gig, tail, gig details there. Easy for me to say. Joe, hello. How are you? Hello. I'm good, thank you. How are you doing? I'm very well. Now, I know you're just an easy, wincy little bit excited about this because we're going to be playing some Christmas songs and you're a lot you're a lot more festive than me. We were having a chat earlier on today and I'm a bit curmudgeonly. Christmas, yeah, 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 really? Yeah, um, I know. But the face wasn't made to smile, not my end. So, you know, you're, you can bring some cheer into the into the show. I've always liked Christmas. I never normally peak this early, though, because I normally wait until the 1st of December and then I'm all systems go tree up Christmas music on and I indulge myself but this year has been particularly miserable and so I, I my little boy asked if he could watch Christmas movies this weekend and I said you know what why not we made popcorn and we and we watched four Christmas movies four yeah wow so I I feel like if I started something I might as well see it through you're, you're one of those high decorations you're one of those hiding behind this Christmas COVID. Oh, we've got to start early. It's been a hell of no, a year. I absolutely wasn't one of those types, but um, it just felt really nice because it was cold and we've been for a long walk and put the fire on and it was just nice and cosy and uh, and it just felt right. Wait, see, that makes it sound lovely. It is uh, lovely. Uh, yeah, maybe by the end of this show, you will have convinced me. I've been... You need to buy yourself a bottle of sherry, bottle of port. Wow, sherry. That's taking me back. Port. Am I the only one that sherry gets you at the back of the jaws? As you drink it, it's like, oh, there's a little twinge. Mm, yeah. Uh, the I'm the only one. Okay, fine. We'll walk away from that one. We haven't spoken much about music yet, have we? Shall we, shall we, shall, <laughs> shall we play a song? I said we opened up with Beverly, who's with us uh, tomorrow night oh. on Friday. Yes, uh, a wonderful album of hers. And we just listened to Unchain My Heart. So the next track is... Uh, one of the many that you sent over this month is a Cassandra Wilson track, isn't it? Yes, it's a Cassandra Wilson lyric um, with a Miles Davis song from his album Seven Steps to Heaven. But the song itself was written um, by Victor Feldman, who is an Englishman. And so we feature this song in our in the show that I haven't done for quite a long time that I do with Alex Webb um, called The British Standard Time, where we... Um, celebrate British songwriters uh, through the ages. And th this is one of the songs that we picked up on. It's actually Miles Davis and Victor Feldman, so written by an Englishman. Uh, lyrics came later from Cassandra Wilson. Um, and so we do the vocal version of it in the show. And it's, it's a pretty cool little um, song, quite hip. This is called Seven Steps to Heaven.
help me climb that road We're so unbelievably strong Yet so ill at ease We ascend as we please And we'll be standing at those gates Seven steps creed
seven steps create the first of many songs that we're going to be playing on this week's show brought to us by joe and i do look forward to these shows each month you know i don't know why probably because i don't get out that much oh it, it would be nice to do them in person again at some point when we're do you realize we've done it i think every month since january and we've actually met once in the studio and once at the six twice this year that's been it it's nuts isn't it it feels like actually i i cannot this year seems to have gone really slowly in some respects but i just cannot get over the fact that we're in the last week of november i love the way you said that cannot see i couldn't say i can't not (laughs) no i loved it i love the way you said it. i just wish i could but it's got a rhythm to it and i couldn't do it sorry i wasn't taking a mic i actually enjoyed it time time it's been Uh, strange this year it has been an odd medium hasn't it as you say i mean i can think back to you know when we started these shows when i started the interviews all that it it didn't seem that long ago and suddenly here we are looking at Christmas. I know. I wonder what the listeners, how the listeners feel about how shows have progressed over the years. Well, let's not. The talk years, months. I mean. Well, yeah. I mean, well, let's not talk about how this shows. But yeah, no, I mean, we're going to get. I tell you what, we're going to do later on. We're going to get into the Harrop household. We're going to find out a little bit what goes on at Christmas at your place. See, mine is really, 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 really quiet. You're going to have to come over for Christmas, I think. You have to what, sorry? The dog, you have to come over for Christmas dinner, but the, you can't bring the cat because the dog might. Well, eat the cats cat. don't go in cars. They're not too good at travelling. They're not a dog. They are a cat. You could bring them the tram. <laughs> also, the times I've taken my cat in the car, you do not want to hear the tram. Let's not go back to your tram <laughs> escapade. Yes, once we nearly had Jo arrested for her tram exploit, she was rude to an essential <laughs> worker. No. <that's laughs> oh, no, they weren't essential workers then me. because that was in January. So they weren't essential workers. <laughs> she was rude to me. She was rude to me. I had a ticket. Good. You stick to that story. I'll come and bail you out. So we've got. I see what you're doing here now. You're playing something for your mum again, aren't you? Although I'm the one to talk because I do I play Buddy do, Rich. But. I know. If I don't play something for my mum, you know, I get a phone call in the morning. Oh, I used to get those. You know, if I used to play something my mum didn't like, oh, all hell used to break loose. Anyway, so we're talking about Tony Bennett for you, aren't we? You were playing a little medley here. Well, we are easing our way into Christmas, let's say. So this is not um, a true Christmas song, but it's a it's a festive, wintry song. Mm-hmm. And it's seasonal. a medley of, I love the winter weather with, I've got my love to keep me warm. So it's seasonal, okay. which I think is lovely. It makes you feel quite cosy, you know, going for a winter walk and then cosying up by the fire. I like the idea of the fire. I haven't got one of those either, but it's a nice idea. 
You've got a cat. I've got a cat. I'll go and cuddle up with my cat. So we've got a little medley. (laughs) Yes, more about my Alice later on. And so here we go then with Tony Bennett. I love the winter weather So the two of us can get together There's nothing sweeter, finer When it's nice and cold I can hold my baby closer to me And collect the kisses that are due me I love the winter weather Because I've got my love to keep me warm I can't remember a worse December Just watch those icicles fall What do I care if icicles fall? I've got my love to keep me warm Off with my overcoat Off with my glove I need no overcoat I'm burning with love I love the winter weather So the two of us can get together There's nothing sweeter When it's nice and cold I can hold my baby closer to me And collect the kisses that are due me I love the winter weather Cause I've got my love to keep me Got my love to keep me Got my love to keep me warm So there we go. Our little bit of Tony Bennett for the show this month was uh, a little medley of I've Got My Love to Keep Me Warm and I Love the Winter. A seasonal song, but not in the Christmas sense, but just in an autumnal. Is this autumn or is this winter, by the way? I think it's winter now because you can tell by the trees. There's no leaves left. Ah, see, you're more natural than me. I just go by the month. I'm all about the numbers. If you step outside, it's cold. Actually, it's not as cold as I'd expect. I'm still in my light jackets, which probably says too much about my wardrobe choice, but... Mm. I haven't got out the yeah. big guns yet. Oh, I've got about 10 layers on a day, I've got but, to say. But we were talking about this, that you're just you're sitting there now wrapped up in, well, like the a baby Jesus, you're in swaddling. Got <laughs> <laughs> <Dolly> granny pillows <laughs> And I'm sitting here thinking, this studio's so warm, I need to go and get some air. But mm, I've always felt the cold, even for a northerner. I know, that's the other thing that surprised me. I'm supposed to be the soft nesh one here. You're supposed mm-hmm. to be tough and hardy, walking on the I, beaches in a T-shirt. I, I've done my years of going out in Newcastle in the snow without a jacket and little strappy sandals on, trust me. <laughs> Have you got it all softer since you come down here? Don't drag it aside. You sort of like... Oh, it's rubbed off on me. Yeah, good. We've had a good effect on you. <laughs> Another one, one over. Um, so this is a song we were having a little chat about, uh, the pronunciation. I sounded like a bad ice cream salesman when I announced this track, so I think it's best for our listening public if you describe, announce and say what we're going to listen to next. Well, this is from one of my fave albums, Stan Gets with Bill Evans, two masters of their craft. And this is a cool jazz song called Funkalero. Mm-hmm. 
totally agree with you two wonderful musicians at the top of their game, Stan Getz and Bill Evans. I do love the touch of Bill Evans on the piano. He's gorgeous, oh, isn't he? Absolutely lovely. gorgeous. Yeah. Just, I love, um, I usually listen to him really late at night when I'm travelling home on the train. Just mm. kind of takes me to, to a place I need to be. He's beautiful to listen to, absolutely beautiful. Mm. I've got some of his sessions live at the Village Vanguard as well, and they're just mesmeric hearing him. Some, As you know, some artists yeah. work listening to him live, others are studio artists. He does both beautifully, doesn't he? Yeah, I mean, he, he was very, um, obviously very skillful and technically amazing, but there's, you hear a lot of emotion coming out. Mm -hmm. I love that. That's, yeah, absolutely. That's, what I think, where our joint love of ballads comes through. You can hear that emotion coming through, can't mm -hmm. you? So, so, you know, you was, oh, sorry. So, no, 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 do do talk. I was just going to talk a little bit about him, that he was he was a good friend of Tony Bennett's after they did those two albums, was Bill Evans. And, and he was very, he, they, uh, they were, they were quite critical about Tony Bennett um, singing with Bill Evans because he was such a jazz master and, and Tony Bennett was thought to be a pop star, you mm, know, mm. today. And he was very, very complimentary of, of Tony, as was Tony, uh, Tony of Bill, said it was the fight, he was the finest piano player that he'd worked with. And, um, uh, and the one thing that was sad was that Tony Bennett said that the one thing that Bill Evans regretted was his, um, was his drug habit because he just was angry at himself for letting mm. himself get that drug habit which obviously killed him too early so yeah you could obviously see the talent there that was being wasted couldn't he mm. Mm. And, and of course our last gig at the efg london jazz festival was claire singing the songbook of tony and bill so yeah two of my favorite albums ever yeah beautiful albums beautiful musicians so um we are going to play before we talk about the Harold christmas we'll do that in a, a few minutes time let's uh, play buddy's bit we played the bit for your family so i'm going to play the bit for mine every week every week i play a little bit of buddy rich and this is one of my favorite albums probably my top three of my favorite albums the roar of 74 with again one of those iconic album covers with buddy leaning out of some big nascar thumping on the side you can just imagine him making some pithy comment and from that <laughs> album we're going to be listening to Big Mac If you want to know what's happening at The Six check out the website at 606club.co.uk
sound of Dinah Washington. Oh, I love her. I love her voice. I love everything about her. She is. She just told a story, didn't she? I've seen a pattern of the artists that you really groove during the course of this year because, and we all do it. There are certain people that just resonate with us and really yeah. get through to us. And I know you love Dinah. And she's just got the blues, isn't she? Well, I think she's one of those singers that just crosses it over she's not stuck in one thing and you never know quite what you're going to expect and she's got such a broad range to her voice the way she can express herself yeah I love that expression and it's just it's always kind of like bluesy and deep and oh you get into it and mm. you know that's a Quincy Jones arrangement that, uh, for the works that she did with Quincy Jones of Caravan 
Which I know is one of your fave songs, isn't oh, it? Absolutely, is yeah. I've got all sorts of big bands. I've got a great version actually of Nigel performing that as well, and I've seen Nigel perform it live. It's a fantastic number, and uh, yeah, one of my personal faves. But certainly the version you just gave us there of uh, Caravan, and I was just of uh, yeah, Caravan by Dinah is amazing. And I was just thinking, as you mentioned the name Quincy Jones, um, do you think it would be almost impossible to? F- work out his exact discography of everything he's been involved with. I think it'd probably be very difficult. <laughs> I, I'm sure he somewhere. he must have forgotten. I mean, he's done so much, isn't he? You look at film scores and, you know, uh, everyone he's worked with and uh, it's just immense. And across yeah. so many different fields as well, you know, because obviously he's very contemporary. He's got into soul and even some rap and hip hop, but he, he doesn't stop I with know, jazz. I know. Yeah, he, he, his name pops up. So, like films, you know, you'd be watching a film and you, it's, he's got a credit there or whatever. His name pops up everywhere, doesn't it? He's, um, he, I'll tell you one person he hasn't worked with, though. You? Yeah, me. Well, I'd like to right. can uh, we put a shout out, please? I, I'm going <laughs> to, I'll hashtag him in Twitter when we put this out. <laughs> this, this singer needs to work with hashtag, I think it's a real Quincy Jones or something, but we'll work it out. So we've mentioned that you've got two young boys at home. I Some, do. And what ages are they? Nine and seven. Oh, so they're proper into the whole Christmas thing. Especially the younger one, yeah. So how does Christmas work out for you guys at home then? So we've known now that you started watching a Christmas movie, but you said no decorations yet. So when do the Harold no. decks go up? First of December. Okay, so that's a few that's days That's when away. it can begin. Right. Advent calendars have to go up, obviously. Yep. Last year, last year I um, got the boys um, little Lego accessories for every single day to put into their advent calendar because you can fill that we've got the ones that you fill yourself. Um and which was mainly successful, but there were certain days that they were not happy with the accessory <laughs> because of fortune. So that's not happening this year. Are, are the it's boys be... vegan, like no. your fair self? I'm the only one vegan one in the house. So I wondered if you couldn't give them dairy milk chocolate or dairy chocolate. Milk chocolate, that's mm. the one. Not trying to try advertise a brand. No, because... the little one doesn't have milk. Right, but it's not actual. You, you, you haven't decided to bring them up as vegan. Well, I tried, but they're, they, yeah, they're fussy, so... Oh. Yeah. In the end, anything that shuts them up, feed them. Yeah, but they don't eat meat. They're just uh, veggie. So back to Christmas rather than eating trends. Mm -hmm. The the decks go up and I assume the family get all pitch in and get together and the tree goes up. Real tree or false tree? Uh, We have had real trees, which are obviously the best. But in the past few years, we've had our artificial tree, which is probably better for the environment. Reusable, that's the word. Reusable. Environmentally sustainable Christmas tree. And you don't have to get rid of it at the end, but you can, (laughs) you know, the best way to recycle a a real Christmas tree? Yeah, I I get in touch with the gardener and he comes and burns it. No. Oh, sorry. They take them down, you know, at Howlett's, at the Aspinall Foundation in in Kent, where they rescue and rehabilitate um, wild animals and send them back to the wild. Mm -hmm. In their enclosures, they put Christmas trees in there for enrichment because the animals love to, like, especially the cats, they love to rub themselves up against the trees and stuff like that. So you can give them to a zoo for enrichment for the animals. That's the best way to recycle your Christmas tree. The show that brings Brilliant. you music and environmental information. Exactly, exactly. I can guarantee yeah. there's no other podcast doing this right now. <laughs> but real, tre- real trees are obviously much nicer and loads of nice little toy decorations. I don't have anything matching. It's all little interesting toys that we hang on the tree and I get a new little decoration every year. Oh, I was just going to ask that. Is it the new deck each year? And you do. Yeah. Good. Yeah. I think that's a nice yeah. tradition. It's just, it's just not, we don't do anything much. We usually go to the theatre, which we can't do this year, obviously. So we just decorate and we get in more booze than we normally would. Wow. And, more um, more and, booze and, than you normally would. I mean, that's the bar set high there. 
and watch it. <laughs> it doesn't last very long, though. Moves by the faster we drink. That's the, that's the bad part. We light the fire a bit more than we normally would. Uh, that's not environmentally friendly either. And we, um, and we watch family movies and play board games, and it's very kind of – we don't have a TV in our house, so we just kind of sit around, watch movies, and play board games and drink and take the dogs for a walk. And it's kind of very simple, but it's just family time and very nice. I like that. I like the sound of that. So uh... – Music. It's meant to be a music show. Um, let's play. Let's play something, shall we? I've given my Christmas secrets away. <laughs> I haven't given mine away because I've none to give. Everybody's welcome, by the way. As soon as they lift the banner, I think we should just have a massive party. A big hoolie. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I put my address on Facebook later. If only, if only we knew some musicians. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. so, so musicians who are available for a gig. Hmm. Uh, right. So let's play a song, shall we? I'll let you talk about this one. Oh, I'm, I'm not going to introduce it. I'm just going to say you have to tell me at the end of the song who you think was singing and who was playing the piano. Okay. Unforgettable That's what you are Unforgettable Though near or far Like a song of love that clings to me How the thought of you does things to me Never before Has someone been more unforgettable in every way and forevermore that's how you stay that's why darling it's incredible that someone so unforgettable thinks that I am unforgettable too. That's why, darling, it's incredible that someone so unforgettable Thinks that I am unforgettable too That's why, darling, it's incredible That someone so unforgettable Thinks that I am unforgettable too So I'm not going to give the uh, the game away just yet. Now, the way this show works is that Joe and I get together normally the week before the show and 
Joe gets together some songs, sends them over to me on Dropbox, I go through them, put them in order, and then we decide to make a show. That's the way it kind of works during lockdown, because we're not allowed to be together. Uh, and Joe sent me this track over this morning and said, now who do you think that is? And for my musical ignorance, I said Sammy Davis Jr. It had a certain, you know, Sammy really swings and he's got a real rich quality to his voice. And I could hear that it was a, a singer. And I just thought, you know, there was something that thought, maybe. And then you did the educational act on me, didn't you, Harrop J? Well, I'm wondering uh, if any of our listeners thought it was Nat King Cole. Well, clearly there were elements there. Clearly. Because I, this whole album is, um, is a tribute to Nat King Cole by Oscar Peterson. And it took me ages to realise <laughs> it's actually Oscar Peterson singing because his tone and style of singing is so similar to Nat King Cole. Um, that it's uncanny, and it was funny because you know, like Nat King Cole started off as as a as a piano player who became more famous for singing, mm. and Oscar Peterson started off singing, and and then became more famous as a piano player. That I didn't so know. Kind of, Oscar started kind of, off as a vocalist. Well, he, well, nobody was singing on this. He used to sing, so I think that they came together at the same time. But mm. he didn't sing on any of his other things that I know of, and maybe he did. Maybe I'm wrong about that. But this is the only album of Oscar Peterson's I've got where he's singing. So that was and actually, he sounds like Nat King Cole. And that was Oscar Peterson singing. That was Oscar Peterson singing. Wow, I don't know. Rather if nice. I, yeah, I totally agree. I don't know. In all the years I've done this show, I don't know if I've ever played an Oscar Peterson vocal track. No, because that, that's the only album that I have with his vocal. He probably has got vocals on other albums because I don't have every album of Oscar Peterson's, but I've got quite a few. Because, of course, but, during the course this year, you got a lot of your CDs down, didn't you? You had a handyman around building you a CD rack. <laughs> we I can't, still can't find anything. We have thousands in the loft and I've only, well, I think we managed to get a few thousand down, um, but there's still stuff in the loft that I need to find. Do you alphabetise? Alphabet oh my goodness, yes. How else would you find them? Good girl. I thought you were going to accuse me. So many people that know me accuse me of OCD and I refute that claim wholeheartedly. I haven't got OCD. I just like to be tidy. You just need to be able to find them. Exactly that. Exactly that. Thank you. Yeah. I'm going to play that clip back to my family. When you have Pro so much, when you have so much music, you need to be able to find it. It drives me nuts exactly. when things get put back in the wrong place. Oh. Listen to the voice. She's telling <laughs> truth. So we're going to carry on now with the, uh, the the seasonal theme, be it not just the seasonal as in Christmas, but seasonal as in winter. And uh, you've picked a lovely version here, which once again features the touch of Oscar Peterson, but along with Billie Holiday with one of your favourite songs, the favourite versions well, of this song. This is like the definitive version of this song, I think. You know, sometimes there's a definitive version of a song like the one that you go to mm, every mm. time you were, if you were going to go, right, I need to listen to Autumn in New, in New York. I think that this is going to be the version. This is chiming up in your head as you're thinking it. <laughs> Autumn in New York. Why does it seem so inviting? Autumn in New York. It smells the thrill of first nighting Glittering crowds and shimmering clouds And canyons of steel They're making me feel I'm home 
it's autumn in New York that brings the promise of new love. Autumn in New York is often mingled with pain. With empty hands May sigh for exotic lands It's autumn in New York It's good to live it again Gleaming rooftops at sundown Autumn in New York It lifts you up when you're let down Jaded away and gay divorcee who lunch at the Ritz will tell you that it's version of Autumn in New York and carrying on with the theme of songs that fit into the season. Now later in the show we're going to be playing some of your tracks from your Christmas album that you recorded with Paul Edis. Last year I seem to recall the hottest day in August you went to Newcastle and laid down your Christmas album. As is traditional with Christmas albums. And every, every artist needs to have one Christmas album in their arsenal. Somebody that has just done that exact thing is a lovely pianist, Gabriel Latching. I first saw him perform about three or four years ago, and the first night I ever saw him perform, he blew me away. A beautiful yeah. player, lovely gentleman, and witty as well. I just love the way he talks in, in these sets. And he has recorded and released his first Christmas album, hasn't he? He has indeed. He's a truly beautiful performer, artist. You have played him, I agree you? with you. I have only once, and it was it was a wonderful experience. And we need to. Well, the gigs have stopped, but it would be lovely to play with him again. He's a true gent as well. Mm. Um, and yeah, and, and this um, Christmas album's received some lovely reviews so far. Mm. No, it's, it's really just nice. just been released. It's available through his website. It's on all the streaming platforms. But as ever, we implore you to go either to his website or to Bandcamp and buy it so that uh, 
he gets most of the money because these albums are not cheap to put together. It's a lovely lineup as well. It's a trio album with Dario Delecci on the bass and Joss Morrison on the drums. I know you listened to the album early on today. Which track have you decided to go for? Well, seeing as we're not quite at Christmas, um, the peak of Christmas yet, I've gone with this lovely um, song called A Toast to Friends, which we're, we're not sure whether Gabriel's written this himself or not. So we're, we're going to just say it's his version of A Toast to Friends. It's really beautiful. And uh, here is Gabriel Latchin and his new Christmas album.
toast to friends, a track you'll find on the brand new album from Gabriel Latchin, I'll Be Home for Christmas, and uh, check out his website, his social media. He's been advertising it well on there, and of course, Bandcamp as well. So believe it or not, Joe, we are coming towards the halfway point of this uh, show already. It's gone so quickly, isn't it? Time flies. It certainly does. Oh, you mentioned that Christmas hasn't officially started. So this is a soft Christmas, is it? When you just get into Christmas movies. I'm assuming for you, Christmas starts when the decks are up. It's the pre-preparation before the preparation. Two questions. Kind of the Christmas Eve, Eve, Eve. Two questions. Do you put decks around the house as well, not just the tree? A few, yes. This is turning into 20 questions. Forgive me. I'm turning into Paxman right now. I'm your inquisitor. People need to know. Stockings in Christmas stockings in in the boys' rooms. Yes. With traditional stuff back. like you know satsumas and fillers and things like that. Yeah, that never get eaten. <laughs> of course not. No. Yeah, then... I like yeah, that's my favourite thing is to to find stuff for the stocking because that was always my favourite bit when you opened your eyes at Christmas morning and the stocking was there at the end of the bed and it had loads of stuff in that was just fun stuff, you know. Because you're because you're a creative person. Torch. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> and you also, like in there. <laughs> do you cook Christmas lunch? Clearly, we know it's not going to be turkey in your gaff, but do you yeah, cook Christmas I just lunch? I have a carrot, a carrot stick, a potato, and a veggie sausage. You oh. know, you said a minute ago about coming around to your house for Christmas. Suddenly, it sounds deeply unappealing. They usually end up with like um, a pizza, and uh, that's the way. But do you? <laughs> but you do kind of cook yourself. You get together in the kitchen and you, you cook yourself. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. If I if I've you know if if I can handle, I've probably had two bottles of champagne by then, so it doesn't. It's nothing very adventurous. And some sherry, I dare say. Sherry. <laughs> okay, so as I said, we're getting towards the halfway point on the show this week, and as ever, this is brought to you by the Six O Six Club of Chelsea. And check out the website for all the gig details. They are live course and streaming three days a week thursday friday uh four days a week thir- no three days a week thursday friday saturday i think currently and uh we've got uh somebody coming up just after at the top of the hour into the second hour of this show that's, who's appearing with us in just a few hours time and that is rob luff from his latest album listen online on dab and on smart speakers straight ahead with london's leading music venue the 606 club
Rob Luff and a track from his latest album and we just listened to Berlin and when I had Jim Mullen on the show way back in the summer when the days were long and the nights were warm Jim was saying that the the future of British guitar jazz guitar is safe when you've got prodigious talents like that coming through Mm. well yeah you've got to watch your back when you've got (laughs) (laughs) yeah you don't want to eulogise about people Jim Mullen has anything to worry about at all (laughs) but uh, that's with Jim actually I'd love to so well, you've not worked with Jim, but you said you have jammed with Rob. Uh, I've been to the Ronnie's Jam at the same time he was playing, but we didn't actually, actually jam at the same time, but we chatted at the bar. And again, because I... So nice. Well, that's what everyone says. I mean, of course, I had to interview him virtually because it was during the course of this year, but everyone says he's just the nicest, nicest person to he's, sit and chat to. Yeah, he's dead, dead canny as we say up north. What does that actually mean? Is that just a term for nice? Lovely. Canny. See, yeah. canny to me sounds like manipulative. Well, we're all a bit topsy-turvy up there, aren't we? We say funny funny words. Yeah, the other one is tea. So you have tea at like five o'clock or something. It's not a cup of tea, is it? No, but... It's tea. You always put your tea on, you say. But then do you eat dinner later? Do you have Mm. dinner as well as tea? I don't know. No, you only have for dinner on a Sunday. Sunday's dinner. Wow. You get your scran. You get your scran. You know what scran is? No, clearly not. Scran. It sounds like something in a coal mine. No. Really not what, what scran is. Oh, you, you put your bait up for the next day. What? You put your bait up for the next day. So you put your lunch up for the next day. Your bait is like your sandwiches. Really? <laughs> we could have you could be making this up right now. Should we do um, the next show? Which, by the way, is going to be a week early because I think we worked out that it was going to fall on a, a day that was like too late in Christmas. So we're doing it a week earlier next year. Month, aren't we? So look we up. can indulge you all with Christmas yes. songs. What we'll do while this next song is playing, Beautiful. we'll look up the actual date. We're going to we're going to be professional, you know. We're going to look up the actual date. We're going to do the show on next month. Mm-hmm. But uh, in the meantime, back to the music because once upon a time this was a music show. You have bought some Bonnie Ray. I don't know much at all about Bonnie Ray, so I'm going to let you talk about this song. Not strictly jazz, but um, she does cross over a bit, and I do love my blues, and she's a big influence on me as Bonnie Raitt, because I just, I love how bluesy she is, and how much she can tell a story, and she uses the lyrics, um, you know, but, uh, this is this is a great blues called Love Me Like a Man, and she means it.
this track love me like a man sounds totally inappropriate <laughs> with, with me saying it but uh, it was one of joe's choices so i'm gonna hide behind that joe currently can't talk <laughs> so i'm gonna, I'm gonna yeah. do what we call and fill some dead air here as, uh, as joe gets herself together because she can't believe i just said that now our next show actually goes out technically technically harrop it goes out on christmas eve because we start at midnight so we are going out on, so we are going to be giving both barrels loaded with christmas songs right they're gonna get it there we go. Christmas spirit, Christmas spirit. Get, make sure you all have got some sherry and port, some port to hand. Any yep. Christmas drinks? We're gonna, we're gonna fill your heart with Christmas spirit. Over, overloaded with the joy of Christmas will be, and I might be even. Well, no, I'll be slightly less curmudgeonly. Let's just set the bar there for now, and we'll see what kind of rub you have on me. And what I will try to do in this next month is to see if I can find. I can't believe you would have. A Buddy Rich Christmas song? Do you think it exists? Oh, yeah. They all did Christmas songs. Buddy, they, Buddy would have He was Jewish. They were all most of the best <laughs> Christmas songs were written by Jewish songwriters. Oh, Who gonna... let it snow? I don't know. Right, David, that's your research. Okay. That's your homework. Well, no, my homework is finding a Buddy Rich Christmas song. I can't have two lots of homework. You have two lots of homework. How many O-levels did you get? I got one. O-levels? Yeah. What's an O-level? Oh, oh, were you CSE? No, were you GCSEs? Of course. Oh, nearly swore. <laughs> One O level I got. Now, for, for, just so I can explain to the youth that's co-hosting the show with me, they were the exams for the old people. And um, <laughs> apparently I officially now am. And the only exam I got, and I got a distinction in, it probably won't surprise you to know, was English oral. I got a distinction in speaking. What? Yeah, that was oh, it. Of course, that's your job now. That's well, uh, yeah. what that figures. Yeah, I know. Didn't get me very did far, you, but anyhow. How many sweets did you get for a sixpence? I have again no idea. Was that putting up the bait or something? <laughs> I've no idea. What for a sixpence? 
Come again? <laughs> I just squeaked then. What? <laughs> Let's play some music. Chet Baker, one of yours. Over to you, dear. Talk. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I haven't even had a drink. Um, this is the beautiful song called Halema, written for one of his girlfriends at the time called Halema. I like this man, one of his girlfriends. <laughs> yeah, Good old Chet. <laughs> And the next song that we would like to play for you is one of um, the songs that I recorded in that heat wave back last August in Newcastle. And I did have a heat wave in Newcastle. Um, so we decided to go into the studio and record some jolly Christmas songs. <laughs> and I think there was Santa hats involved. This was something, um, one of my favourite Christmas songs, I think. And 
It's recorded with Paul Edith on the piano and uh, Andy Champions on the bass and Ross Morgan on the drums. And this is called I'll Be Home for Christmas. And it's taken from the album that we recorded that you can buy. Where called, can people get it? Um, Bandcamp? Bandcamp. Your websites? We were just selling them on gigs, but just get in touch if you would like one. I think we're going to try and release it and do a digital release. You can listen to it on Spotify as well. Mm -hmm. And this is um, I'll Be Home for Christmas from the album on Christmas Day. And after this, we're going to go straight into a track from our guest on Saturday, somebody that I know you live streamed with. I think one of the first live streams at the six, wasn't it? Alex Garnett. Oh, he's amazing. So amazing. I mean, I've seen him loads of times at Ronnie Scott's as well when he does this late show, but mm. such a lovely guy too. Lovely guy. And just a little bit of intel. Uh, this very day that we are recording this, Alex has agreed to do an interview with me, which will be going out in 2021 because we've got enough guests to see us through to the end of the year. But Alex will be with us on the show early in January. That will be funny. He is a man of humour. I'll be ready. <laughs> He's great one. He's great one. <laughs> Let's listen to you and Paul then. I'll be home for Christmas. I'll be home for Christmas. You can count on me. Please have snow. Christmas Eve will find me right there where the love light gleams. I'll be home for Christmas if only. Thank you. 
606 gift vouchers, a unique present for those who love the good things in life. So we just heard two tracks back to back there, the first of which was Paul Edis, the pianist, along with uh, Joe Harrop, I'll be home from Christmas. The first of two tracks from their Christmas album we're going to be listening to on the show. And the second of those two songs was So Long from Alex Garnett, who is with us at the club this coming weekend on Saturday. All the gigs get going at 7.45 and they are being live streamed as well. It's super easy on the live stream. You just create yourself a simple little free account and then each time you want to watch something, you log on and pay, well, basically the price of a pint of beer and you can watch these fine, fine artists in the comfort of your living room. And speaking of Alex, who I said is going to be a guest on the show, many moons ago, uh, Willie Garnett, his father and Alex, they renovate old horns and we had an old Boucher horn that was my grandfather. He used to play on the uh, cruise boats going back and forth to America. He was a professional musician and he renovated a good old Boucher for us, which is sitting in the studio with me right now. So uh, a man that's not only a fine musician, but also can renovate these lovely old horns and keep them playing as well. Amazing. So, so we have got story. all that much longer left on the show this week. But uh, the track we're going to play next is something from Nora Jones, one of your choices. Of course, Nora did release an album this year, didn't she? She did indeed. But this is actually from her very first album, which was the one that, that got her noticed and got her out there, which is a very fine album from start to finish. And it's a mixture of a few new songs and some jazz standards. And this is a Nina Simone song that Nora covered called Turn Me On. Like a flower Turn me on, turn me on, 
I think I probably need to revisit that album actually it's been years and I've got it in the collection but I, I don't think I even put it into my song library it's just still a CD sitting in my shelf I don't have as many CDs as you but I've got a few so I'll go and dig that one out and re-listen to it and uh, also uh, yeah there's a mention she did release an album early this year which I think her first album on Blue Note so we mentioned earlier in the show that I've seen a pattern developing of some of the singers that really inspire you and that you love and this next artist Nancy Wilson is certainly one of those she just sings the song the way it's meant to be sung, I think. Don't you agree? Oh, yeah. She just kind of, she, she owns every song that she sings and her voice really kind of gets to you. This is a really beautiful version of Time After Time. I tell myself that I'm so lucky to be loving you. So to myself David Lewis and Joe Harrop on Straight Ahead brought to you every single week by the 606 Club of Chelsea and the songs predominantly this month have been chosen by Joe and uh, this next artist you've chosen kind of I could use a term Marmite either like her or not so keen 
<laughs> I think she grows on you. I was not so keen to begin with, but I think it was some an acquired taste that I learned to love. It's a very different way of singing jazz, um, but but a very kind of sweet. It's an innocence, Sweetness. isn't it? And, and she's a great piano player as well, and uh, and I've grown to love her. Uh, this is Blossom Deary with a, a gorgeous song called It Amazes Me. My height, just average. My weight, just average. And my IQ is like you'd estimate, just average. But evidently, does not agree Consequently if I seem at sea It amazes me What he sees in me dazzles me, dazes me.
a lovely song so pretty it amazes me um sung by blossom deary from um one of her gorgeous albums and i think the album is called once upon a summertime do you have many of her whole full albums in your collection that that album's the one that i've got that, that i can think of off the top of my head once upon a summertime but i, I think i've got something else as well I, I, I can't distinguish between what i've got on cd what i've got digitally because i tend to sometimes download individual songs if mm-hmm. i'm learning things so I don't have a full album all the time. I have different things on my iPod and then we have vinyl as well. So it's kind of, sometimes it drives me nuts because I st- think, I know I've got that. I know I've got that in my collection and I can't find it. Do you still have a turntable at home? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so you can play vinyl still. Oh, yeah, yeah, of course. And, I've did, always had- and looking back at your life, has there been a period of time that you think back now? Because it certainly was for me when you think that's when I bought the most of my music. The majority of my collection came probably in the late 80s, early 90s dating me once again I know but um can you look back at your life and think yeah there was a period of time you know you were 20 mm. and you were buying most of your music no I just always bought music I can't think there was a time when I did more than others really I just from the minute I got a I was given like a little hi-fi stacking system I was obsessed I used to buy all sorts of stuff and I used to sit and record the radio onto tapes and if I ran out of blank tapes I used to put cellar tape across the top of the holes and oh, record blacking the lights off so I could record the, again yeah yeah record the uh, radio and then I would find the songs I liked and I just learn them learn the words the melodies I was obsessed with music the whole as far back, back as I can remember just obsessed with learning songs writing songs learning songs I'm going, to, I'm going to give you a really embarrassing insight into my youth, and forgive me, and possibly a name you won't even know because I'm that old and decrepit as we've worked out during the course of the show. I did exactly what you said. Cassette recorder in front of the radio to be able to record what was on the radio, on the uh, chart show, and you spent a Radio 1 on a Sunday evening about 6 o'clock, and David Soul had a number one, and I think it was called Don't Give Up On Us Baby. And for some reason, I learnt the lyrics to that song. <laughs> did you do a dance routine? Of course. I also... Oh. We should. We need to read I also, I also won a dance competition at Butlins, my Elvis Presley competition. I was only 25. You, they all thought you were cool until now, David. I know. Your listeners? It's gone. In a moment. I've been working Lost, on this for years and it's gone. Over. Gone. Smooth FM, they're on now. Yeah, I know. By the droves. <laughs> <laughs> well, while there's still one or two people listening, do you want to redeem us and uh, talk about the next track you've got? Yes. This is a lovely lady who's a fantastic voice, one of the best vocalists in in um, in the UK. She's she's the queen of Ronnie Scott. She's uh, she's a, a resident artist at Ronnie Scott's, and she's a beautiful voice, very very soulful. Was made, I think she makes about an album a year. She writes her own songs and and does beautiful albums. And when you go and see her perform live, she puts on a show. She has an amazing band, and her voice is just unstoppable. She's honestly, it, it blows you away. Um, she's a great girl, and this is um, a song from her brand new Christmas album. That I know that she's um, she's plugging away on all the social media and she's written this song herself and it's called A Little Bit of Christmas. This is Natalie Williams. I hear bells at the checkout tent drowning up children's cries Any day we'll be gathered round sharing presents by an open fire We all know We all know It's the time of year when everyone goes a little crazy But who needs tinsel 
stairs Lit up so bright you can see him shining from the moon Oh, but we could be living in a one-room shack Giving gifts that we gotta take back We just need the ones we love right now Oh, oh, oh. we don't have to buy the biggest tree To make it feel like Christmas, baby All I need is you to be with me To make it feel like Christmas, baby Even if it's only for a day That's okay Cause a little bit of Christmas On the kitchen floor, cuddle up and watch the same old movies we've seen a million times before. We don't have to buy the biggest tree to make it feel like Christmas, baby. All I need is you to be with me to make it feel like Christmas, baby. Even if it's only for a day, that's okay. Cause a little bit of Christmas. one of those artists that's on my chart to go and watch as soon as her live gigs get a little bit easier to go back and watch again and uh, we just listened to one of her own compositions from her latest album A Little Bit of Christmas and talking about latest albums Dinah Krall is an artist that Joe's brought along to the show this month and she's just released a brand new album that she co-wrote and produced with her husband Elvis Costello just a little bit of an Elvis link there rather neatly came to me the album that she's just released is called This Dream of You but you've gone back to a slightly older album of hers haven't you we're going to be listening to Devil May Care but uh, a song that I know you've performed a number of times what is it you like about this version? Oh it's live in Paris actually it's a very cool concert very very cool concert that um, I would highly recommend if you like Diana Krall that uh, that you get this this live uh, live in Paris one night in one night in Paris, I think it's called, or maybe that's another album. But it's a live album in Paris. I'll be watching this it. This is a very cool track. <laughs>
It doesn't help if you cry That's why I'll die Devil Give devil me care 
when the day is through I'll suffer no regrets I know that you've had some losers tonight For only a fool thinks he can't hold back the dawn He who is wise never tries to revise what's past and gone Let love the day, let come tomorrow Baby, even stop or sigh It doesn't help if you cry That's why I'll live and I'll die Devil, make it short, don't let our devil may Show for the devil may Devil may care Paulinho da Costa, Anthony Wilson, John Clayton, and Jeff Hamilton. That was Diana Krull with Devil May Care. A wonderful live version, as you say. And talking of live, you are live with us at the 6th, aren't you, on the 17th of December. Live and in person, hopefully with an audience. Here's yeah. hoping. I don't think that's been taken away from us yet. So it's a Thursday. So yeah. the week before we do our next show, in fact. That's right. And we are going to perform our great show that was Paul Edis's concept called Time and Place. And we've got Tony Kofi on saxophone and Jeff Gascoigne is going to join us on bass. And it's going to be a time and place of Christmas time. So we're going to have a little spl- sprinkling of Christmas um, songs from the Christmas album in there and also a few instrumental songs from Paul's latest album Snakes, Snakes and, Ladders, and Ladders as well as the Time and Place project which features heavily quite a lot of Paul's original compositions plus a couple that we've written together in lockdown. Joe, as ever, thank you so much for finding the time to come on the show. You know how much I look forward to it and love it and we're going to be together on Christmas Eve. So look forward to that and uh, we're playing out this on this show now with the track that as I say you can hear performed live down at the six wise words Paul Edis and Joe Harp and we'll see you in a month's time or three weeks time sometimes it feels like the world's turned against you sometimes it feels like you've been here be Sometimes it's hard to explain what you've been through. Sometimes you ask the world for more. If you feel the weight of the world. Your shoulders. If you are in pain and you want to be free, breathe in, breathe out, and enjoy getting older.
honest and true Don't forget where you started We all long for heaven in the Don't forget where you started